The defense is ready, your honor. The prosecution is ready, your honor. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Right Anything, Anything Roundtable. Round Objection! <laughs> So, so welcome to the Write Anything podcast. Uh, you may have noticed our intro is a little different because we're doing a round table. It's about, uh, we're planning to do these at the end of each uh, like unit of games. So, but for the, for the, for the, um, for the trilogy, we're doing it all three because they're, they're based, they are a unit. They're, like there's a reason it's the trilogy HD, not just Phoenix Wright HD. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to be doing uh, round tables, not trilogies. We're going to be round doing round tables after, uh, the after each like, after each game after this. So, and then probably a big one for end of Spirit of Justice. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, as uh, so uh, our returning hosts are uh, me, host Clavier. I use they/them pronouns. I also use Fay Fair pronouns. I'm host Trucy. I use she/her pronouns. And then we also have our guests. So uh, let's start with like the alphabetically. So by like by the Discord, who's on first? So okay, so that's me. Hi, I'm Diana. Uh, I am the Notification Media Network owner. I don't know what my title is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I use she/her pronouns, and I am a combo breaker. And I don't have a cool nickname based on Ace Attorney. But if I were going to, it would be Mia. But it's not because I want you guys to know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Brand recognition. Yes. <laughs> Next I, up, I think it's me. Is it me? Yes. 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 Okay, it's, it's me. Hi. Um. Well, I have like a lot of monikers online and i guess i'm adding to it because i go by like christina or jean or jean or frost but today i'm gonna be greg and i need to <laughs> pronounced hi hello howdy i guess i'm up next yes i'm Maurice donham painter extraordinaire waste <laughs> <laughs> of time because yeah uh, I and use I call you deuces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use he him pronouns. I've been on before. Hello. <laughs> oh, me. Hello. Uh, my name is Miles, but I'll be using a name Athena for this. I use they them pronouns. And yes, I am called Miles because of Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> yes. Yay. Two code <laughs> combo. I like Absolutely it. Absolutely valid. <laughs> <laughs> so uh first so we have our talking points here uh does anyone have any like does anyone have anything that they want to say about the tr trilogy before we like get started and dive in yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> i wrote a musical about one <laughs> all right well, it's a good one yeah it was, was good in, i liked it i was in said musical <laughs> <laughs> forced my friends to watch it the other day they didn't like it as much as i did what? Aww, That's what? okay. Tell them I understand. It's three and a half hours long. So <laughs> no, it was really long. It. It's a lot. It's, it's worth so, it though. It's so oh, worth thank it. you. We did our best to keep it short. It wasn't five hours, so there's something. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> it wasn't longer. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah. I yeah. So yeah. let's get into it. So first, first talking point we have is like the character, like we, I want to talk about the character development of Phoenix and Edgeworth, 
like separately and then their bond with each other that develops through the through the games so like i mean a nice place to start is like at the beginning of the first game i can't think of a single person who without any prior knowledge of ace attorney liked edgeworth <laughs> I, I hated that pompous Frogman. He's not Frogman. The I only reason I like him is because my friend Cosmo was telling me about him, and I was like, okay, he sounds like a chill dude. But I like, he annoyed the crap out of mm-hmm. me. But then I got to case four, and I was like, oh, I would die for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I thought I still hated him during case four, too. And then I got to the next game when he goes missing, and I went to my friend who had loaned me the games. God, this was like 14 years ago. And I was like, Kelly, I know I said I hate Edgeworth, and I didn't understand why everyone likes Edgeworth, but is Edgeworth okay? <laughs> if he's dead, he why is my... he on the front of the box? Me and oh my, my friend are playing right now. She still is in the phase where she hates him, and I'm like, we just gotta get through Samurai, okay? It'll be okay. That's good. <laughs> Everyone falls eventually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because um the the actual developers of the game like they were like hey um whoa this character got really popular after the first game so that's why they made him disappear in the second game so that he would have more of an impact. Yeah, like, yeah. Reappeared. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why that uh, Von Karma like became the main. That's fair. See, I'm very much of the opinion that Miles is best in small doses. Like, uh, <laughs> well, what about to... investigations? <laughs> I have no hit. investigation is mm. so good. I finished investigations too in October, and it's been the only thing I've thought about since. Yeah, like, see, I never a... actually played the second one. I do need to get on that. I played the first one, and I was not a fan at the time, but I respect your opinion on the matter. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, so good. Anyway, but anyways, yeah. What were you talking about? Edward's good. I liked him. <laughs> good in small doses so that he doesn't get annoying. Yes, Edward. The thing with Edgeworth is like he is annoying, and that's okay. That's valid. Like he's not. The reason we all hate him is first is because he is annoying, and then we grow to love him and the other good things about him. But he is still annoying, and like he's you know a snob, and he can be very mean and rude, but when he's in small controlled doses and you like empathize with him, it's like, oh, I understand exactly why you're like this. And the main thing I think is that he's always trying to be better. So that's why Edgeworth works. And when we meet him, he's not trying to be better. And that's why everyone hates him. Well, he is trying to be better than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) He's just trying to make sure that everyone recognizes that he's better than you. I think a very important thing about who he is as a person is, like, he was raised to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And once he lets go of that, he becomes tolerable. It's true. Yeah. And then he realizes he, no one can be perfect, but you can get a little better every day. Yeah. Yeah. And then he becomes really likable. And then we all fall in love with him. Definitely. I I think as well, generally, when your mentors found out to be complete and utter it does mm-hmm. definitely shift your perspective in such a way that mm-hmm. you know it's like oh god what the hell am i going to do now and also mm-hmm. the fact that even in samurai he was there like oh hang on mm-hmm. all of my ideas of 
what it is to be a prosecutor being completely challenged by this man I haven't seen in like mm. 20 plus years. What the hell is going on? He stalked me into this career and I'm a little put off by that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's not put off by it very quickly. Yes. He adjusts. <laughs> Improvise, adapt, overcome. Um, <laughs> I think a large part of what makes Miles so relatable or so like makes you so sympathetic to him is when you see what von karma is like and you realize that he got yeah. raised with that guy and you're like ew yeah okay. yeah yep. mm-hmm. yeah he could have been a lot worse <laughs> well here's the not as big a jerk as you could have been a war <laughs> <laughs> congratulations really, miles something i really appreciate about like this goes across the whole trilogy, but it starts in the first game with Phoenix and Edgeworth is that, you know, they're writing those first two, three cases with all of the foreknowledge that about Phoenix and Edgeworth, mm. but the game's writing is so good in the sense that if you know it, it's mm-hmm. there, but yeah. if you don't know it going in ahead of time, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah. then, then you'd play like the, the the fourth case and be like wait they knew each other since they were kids why did i not pick up on this and then you go back and you play it and you're like oh (laughs) it was there i just couldn't see it yeah Um, when he's first talking to gumshoe he's like no i have no clue who this is (laughs) mr smiles edgeworth is very dramatic he's like oh i don't know him I'm too upset oh, to acknowledge him. Oh, never mind. Yes. Well, Phoenix is also incredibly dramatic. He yeah. Took his career path to stalk his friend from fourth grade <laughs> into a career he has no interest like, in. Like, I knew you from the end of third grade till the middle of fourth grade. I'm going to be best friends with you forever. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's Sorry, like, he actually... Um, I always thought that he was chasing Edgeworth in, but then when you get to like the last case of the third game, it's revealed mm-hmm. that he actually went in because Mia defended him. Yeah, and he's like, "Whoa, I'm gonna cha- I'm gonna not be an art major anymore." <laughs> well, he was always a law minor. <laughs> yeah, That's, wait, what? Was, was that he? Canon? Yeah, well, when he's talking about. Like when he's an art student, he's like, "Yeah, I'm also studying law on the uh, side." Yeah, he does say that oh, when you're like in the flashback. Why he was in the courthouse studying? Yeah. yeah. So now it was Edgeworth. Me is the one who made him decide to abandon art forever. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that like, Larry could take over. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I like to think he knew. He's like, I'm never gonna make anything as beautiful as Mia Fey. So why would I even bother? <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her uh, so much. She's like top five fictional characters of all time. She's hence, very good. Hence your, hence your Discord profile. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. forget that Mia is my Discord profile picture because she has been since we did the musical, which is why I got Discord, was to talk to the people in the booth. That's right. just, yeah. So I just made it a Phoenix Wright thing so that everyone knew who I was. And then um, it's still there, I guess. <laughs> That's literally the first time I ever heard of Discord was when you were using uh-huh. Yep. To uh for, to voice chat with with the with, with the, the, box, tech, yeah. with the tech and I was like whoa <laughs> what is this <laughs> yep I'm meaning to get it so yep uh, I always forget that I'm still Mia anyway she's the best I love her yes mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> Mia's good I like she's her. really good mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I think the thing with Edgeworth is like 
the what Matt to speak to what Max was saying about like when you go back, it's there in the subtext that they have been friends or they have at least known each other for mm -hmm. like 20 years. And that's the reason he, people forget he's annoying because on subsequent playthroughs, he is no longer annoying except yes. when he takes the autopsy report. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but like yeah, on subsequent playthroughs, since you have the subtext, you read the subtext and then you forget <laughs> that he's actually really obnoxious and in kind the text. of. Yes, in yeah, the text. No, and like, kind of a I, piss baby. I can <laughs> process that he's obnoxious. I'm like, he's so annoying. I love him. Mm. Like the two thoughts <laughs> do not conflict. Yes, like these can both be true at the same time. <laughs> Especially in his initial trial with Mia, he's mm. so annoying, and he's I love so such a little brat. How charming! You're younger than me. Like <laughs> 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 being, being a twenty, yeah, being a oh, twenty-year-old ancient beast. I really replaying that case is so wild to me thinking about a 20 year old dissing me even like four years ago that hard just like oh my god i love his swagger i, I love it it's so weird to think that you know because they have to keep all these details in line where you know edgeworth has had a perfect guilty record except for his first case which wasn't technically a guilty but it wasn't a not guilty <laughs> <laughs> So it technically counts. We don't talk about that case. <laughs> Prosecutors are good at forgetting. <laughs> yeah, I also think like Edgeworth as a character is fascinating because at first, other than Von Karma, who is clearly evil kind of for minute one, um, mm -hmm. Edgeworth is the least committed to justice at first of any prosecutor in the entire series which is yeah. part of why I think he works. He has this very obvious flaw of pursuing perfection over the truth, which even Francesca does not share. Um, yeah. Like she is committed to justice in the way that her dad is, which is that she always presumes guilt. Whereas Miles seems to be able to see the subtlety that they're not always guilty. And he's just a butt about it anyway. <laughs> and I think that flaw is something that, Giving characters flaws makes them so much more lovable and believable over time because then they can grow from them. And I think that's why he's the most effective prosecutor in the series. And that's my yeah. thesis statement about it. I agree. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, some of the, uh, and you know, when it comes to talking about Ace Attorney, especially the first game, I can't help but always bring up like turnabout content. But uh, <laughs> the whole thing where Miles at, at that point, for him, it's like his father was a defense attorney. His father was killed by one of the criminals that he was protecting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he does. So like the nuance of whether or not these people are, are actually like innocent or not does not matter to him because mm -hmm. in some sense, it's not only the fact that he's just not focused on justice and wants a perfect record, mm -hmm. but also in some twisted way, he wants some sort of revenge on what happened to his father. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like, I think that's a great character beat to give to someone who eventually becomes one of the protagonists. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think an important part of his character also is that he himself feels guilty. Mm. He thinks he's the yes. one who killed his dad. And so yeah. he's punishing himself Mm -hmm. via the mm -hmm. criminals yep yes he's like i see myself in you and i must destroy that part of you because that's yeah. terrible because mm -hmm. i am the worst Ugh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Ugh. i'm so terrible right 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 anyway sorry right. i get carried away <laughs> 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 um, yeah. so phoenix also has character development yes 
It was good and yeah. I liked it. <laughs> He's no longer late. <laughs> you see it most clearly, I think, you know, because it's just sort of a gradual thing. You know, every case he gets better. Mm -hmm. But it's you see it most dramatically in Farewell My Turnabout, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Where that's the moment where Phoenix very much comes to the realization where, you know, it's not about saving people. It's about finding the truth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and working yeah. together, you know, and that's, that's, that's the case where it's sort of the, like the theme of the entire series kind of opens yeah. up. Where it's like such like, a shame that people skip that game. Yes. Like, no, it, it's yeah. very important because. And I think that case is the best in the series. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like individual, like as a single case written without mm -hmm. a doubt, the best one. And yeah. um, it's very much because now you understand it's not about fighting against the prosecutor it's about working mm -hmm. together with the prosecutor yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah they had a prelude to that in turnabout samurai when miles yes. first objects against d mm. where you're mm -hmm. like wait maybe this guy's tolerable and wait maybe they can work together and then it just yeah. slowly builds over the series until the part where phoenix is like i want you to do this job for me and you say yes it's I leave. Certain. I leave this in your capable hands, partner. <laughs> it's like, I did not sign up for this. Yes, <laughs> that is a very good point. And I guess you know, I don't know, because in my mind, Rise from the Ashes exists as a separate entity. Same. Right? Yeah. So, so I mean, if you if you're playing through the game like, and you put Rise from the Ashes between, you also sort of get a taste of that in that mm. game before you get Farewell, because the whole point of that game is you have. Phoenix has one half the evidence list. Edward has the other half, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is the lesson that you should learn. And Edward is like, nope. <laughs> and like, <laughs> has to leave in I order refuse. to not learn the lesson yet. <laughs> and I always really like that they carried that theme through Apollo Justice. I thought that made yes. a lot of sense. Yes. Of, of, you know, the working together to Cla find the truth. Yes. Theme. Clavier is like the first prosecutor who's like not bad at all. At all, like, yeah. Yes. Like, like he's... <laughs> he's he's there and he knows what he's doing mm -hmm. and he's fun but um you don't you don't have to try to unlock him or anything yeah he's a character who develops because you get to know him better not because he changes that much yes mm -hmm. a hard yes. kind of character arc to pull off and i think they do it very very well but that's getting ahead of ourselves yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could talk for hours about him but that's Me not too. why we're here yeah. <laughs> so phoenix was there too yes yeah. um i think <laughs> his character growth is less obvious than the others because he is supposed to be more like a you project yourself onto yeah. him yes. right, right. Mm -hmm. yes. but it peeks out every once in a while mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i still get emotional every time he and mia's ghost object together oh and it's and it's and it's the cornered theme from the first game mm -hmm. um... that's my bullet <laughs> <laughs> I was playing that game like on my phone in a car, very <laughs> classic, and I cried. And my mm -hmm. brother was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Diego and Mia and Phoenix." And I died. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I cried at the every. I cried at the end of every single game. Uh. Shudakumi owes me money. He's made me cry so much. It's yeah. not fair. It's pretty rude. 
I listen to the soundtracks a lot, and the last, like, the final music of every game makes me so sad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think my favorite piece of music, to, uh, which is Edgeworth, is Great Revival. Mm-hmm. I've never heard mm-hmm. such a... It is, it's a very pompous piece of music, mm-hmm. but it also shows that, oh, Miles has changed. It's very positive. It's very pushing towards, like, mm-hmm. this man has had a revelation... And now you get to hear about it. Yes. Yeah. I like Great Revival a lot. I like that Miles has it. I like that Franziska has it. Mm-hmm. But I do not like that Manfred also has it. Does it? That kind of, does it? it does. It kind of erases the character growth. Like when he, I'm pretty sure it's only in Investigations. Oh. When he goes to the case where she's a child and he's with Burn or whatever. He has mm-hmm. great revival playing, and I'm like, should because they just not a good choice because they just use that as Franziska's theme, and so they're like, oh, I guess right. it's Manfred's theme too, but yeah, it's not yeah. a good like, choice. Like, no, it's not though. Mm-hmm. Screw this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I could go on about weird choices that Ace Attorney Investigations makes for hours, but <laughs> not, not why we're here. But I think Phoenix not why we're here. is also kind of like Clavier, a character that while he does change, he develops because you get to know more about him less than he actually, mm-hmm. he does grow and change, especially like in 2-4, like um, Lloris was saying. Sorry, I had to think <laughs> for a second. <laughs> uh, but he is just like you learn more about him and he also learns what's important to him yes. and if you can tell it's stuff that was always important to him but he didn't have like the vocabulary for it before you know meeting maya and meeting edgeworth and mostly it's friendship yeah. um also fellas is it gay if you and your bro have two halves of the same evidence <laughs> list is it time to talk I, about naruto are we allowed to I mean, Wait, I, I own the podcast. Yes, we are. Let's go. Okay. I, I wrote an entire essay on this. <laughs> I got Dude. a 2 1. I'm very proud. Thank you. And one I point think- before we get into this is that I love, I think my favorite moment in the entire trilogy is when you say that Matt is guilty if you make that choice. Yes. Yeah, and I was, my friend was playing it, and she guessed that Matt was evil from, like, minute one, and I was like, Mm. okay. And she was like, oh, I bet you're gonna call him guilty at the end, and I was like, okay. I thought that was a great twist, but I guess you didn't. But (laughs) I mean, that is fantastic. You Mm. can also call him not guilty, like, you have the choice, right? Yeah, you do. At the end. If you say not guilty, then it's like, enjoy whatever time you have left, because Shelly's out to get you, and that's when... Uh, that's when Matt is like, "No, I'm guilty." So he pleads, he pleads no! it for no! When he begged for it, he was like, "No, send me to jail, please!" And I was mm-hmm. like, "It's what you deserve." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Revenge. Uh. Okay, now we can talk about it. All right, so Um My favorite moment in the series is when Miles and Phoenix get into arguments over who knows more types of flowers in, I think it's, that's part of Spirit of Justice. DLC, yeah. Do you even know that many types of flowers, right? And I think that's fun. They're definitely I, married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was playing BGS yesterday and they were talking about how many types of flowers they knew. And I was like, oh, it runs in the family. <laughs> Are they trying to make that into a new stepladder thing? Maybe. 
Uh, Miles is tired of getting nothing but just mixed bouquets of nothing that don't mean anything. He's very into flower language, and Nick does not follow through. Mm -hmm. That's my theory. I accept that the only one who understands his flower heart is Wendy Oldbag. She's the only oh, one. Oh, no. <sighs> we could have had it all. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> what's the best villain, does everyone think? Oh. I mean, oh. are we counting, is it just the like actual murderers or anyone who is an actual antagonist? I'd say anyone who's Both. an antagonist, because mm -hmm. because in that case it's just Edgeworth for me again. Yeah, mm. he's the most effective antagonist that the series has, even though he is only antagonist for two and a half cases. Like, okay. would we the consider Shelley? Ooh, I would say oh. so. Shelley's I, uh, yeah, Shelley's Shelley's a pretty good one. Shelley's a good one. Okay, on guard is definitely a good one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think um, yeah. Damon Gott is probably my number two, um, mm -hmm. or Kristoff. Like they're kind of the same archetype. Yeah, because like because they can be anyone, and in my experience, you know, uh, garbage people can come from anywhere. Like yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think those two are probably for me like the most effective after Edgeworth because yeah, Edgeworth is so annoying and viscerally uh, rude and. Uh, the the difficulty curve between Winston Payne and Miles Edgeworth is bonkers. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I yeah I would I would give it to Edgeworth for those two cases. Okay, but for your consideration, El mm -hmm. Tigre he feigned <laughs> an entire trial. Furio Tigre. He did <laughs> put in the hours. He put so in the time. Much. He's he the only one. Oh, wait, I'm being dumb. I'm being the worst person. Dahlia Hawthorne is the best I was going to say, I was going to say. Hey, I was waiting. bring up Dahlia? I was waiting for Dahlia to come up because, yeah. Yeah, but, wow. Um, wow. That's like seeding an entire character through an entire game like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. beautiful. Oh, no. Okay, no, I, I admit that it's really, really good and it it's fantastic, but me and Logan were talking about it the other day and like investigations 2 does it better but see i haven't played that one we, have, we can't get into we... it yet yeah. <laughs> yeah. are, are, are we say... confined to the trilogy right now yes. we're most yes. mostly like you can talk okay. a little bit but There's like, some don't go too long but... yeah. Yeah. i'm not going to say who it is i'm not going to say what happens i'm just going to say that investigations 2 does it better yes okay okay, okay. good for them but yeah, Dahlia oh. Hawthorne is a really fun villain who never actually gets anything done, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like four people, but it wasn't who she intended to, you know? Yeah. So, like, the intention was there. Mm. She just didn't get the right people. Ever. She tried. She put in the time, just like Furio T. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he made an entire Girl. big badge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he definitely put in the crafting hours. Yes. Yeah. We can I, tell I, in the quality of that cardboard badge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also really enjoyed Luke at me as well. Luke at me mm. is a fun one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe not effect. Maybe like not a, effective, it, but fun. It's. Yeah. I think. I think the structure of that case is more interesting than the case. Like mm -hmm. the fact that you like you know you solve the the burglary and then there's the murder and then you have to get Luke at me into your courtroom before he like 
gets uh before he gets his guilty verdict for the burglary so that you can actually accuse yes. him like there's <laughs> a lot of that is really cool i like that and i i really Probably like more so than like ron, the circumstances of the case yeah ron was definitely guilty of stealing but he got off of that because he got not guilty of murder i think that's awesome that was the plan <laughs> all along that's what you never realized the oh, prestige also, I love his Ron. design kind of reminds me of oh, oh, Professor Layton character for some reason. Wait, which one? He does seem oh, like a Layton. He, he see, yeah, oh, like the way oh. the way he designed it seems a lot like mm -hmm. Professor Layton character. Well, he's a lot like Don Paolo, right? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of because Nemesis like, never really the does the long nose and the mustache and the mm. general villainous attitude. <laughs> mm. But yeah, Vasquez. Um, like yeah, sorry, everyone's still oh, there. Really like Vasquez. I feel D. Vasquez is very good. Me too. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of D. like they took a lot of her story beats and then shoved them into Diego Armando Voto later because they kind of take a similar path of I have to take revenge on this person who did not do the murder of the person I loved, but who was definitely nearby, perhaps. And <laughs> I'm upset about it, and I'm going to take out my frustration with murder. Yeah. To be fair, she didn't intend to murder him. He intended to murder her. Yes. But she did murder him. Mm -hmm. That's what matters. That's because she is a strong, independent woman, and she does not get murdered. One does not simply murder DeVasquez. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my answer of Edgeworth and Dahlia as the best actual like villain villains. Though Diego or Godo delivers the most like gut punch moment. The only time I ever cried playing an Ace Attorney game is when he accuses you of being the reason Mia is dead. Oof. So as just antagonists go, he's pretty good, but he's not really antagon. He's antagonizing. But yes. oh yeah, he's annoying. Yeah. I have a joke for everyone. Yeah. All right. Why did Go Godot blame Phoenix for Mia's death? Because it was my fault! Because, <laughs> because he couldn't see red-white. Oh, oh, oh my god, I, I wonder if that was intentional. No. Now, now, <laughs> no, now my brain is like no, going no, through the evidence. Like, okay, hold on. I no. love Gant only for oh. his character theme. My goodness. and also for his personality, Gant is one of those villains that like you you feel the stature, like, yeah, like yeah. him oh. and and von Karma mm -hmm. and Dahlia and Christoph are sort of all in a very similar like tier in terms mm -hmm. of just how they make you feel, <laughs> yeah, like just like, well, I'm uncomfortable and I'm never going to be comfortable again, hooray. <laughs> Uh, when you get to the further games, they have big villains like that. Like, Dual Destinies has a big villain, and Spirit of Justice has a big villain, and yeah, they, they're both scary, but they, they work don't a lot different. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, Acro. Really huh? Oh yeah, I feel bad for him too. Acro, Acro makes me so sad. Yeah. I'm never okay. gonna. I'm never Con gonna be over him. Confession time. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. minus the like kind of 
I shouldn't say kind of minus the fairly problematic like aspects of Big Top and Recipe. I really enjoy those cases like as stories. I'm so glad because I thought I was the only person who has ever had any fun playing those cases. I I, I really enjoy those cases. I enjoyed Big Top. I liked it. I just hated Recipe so much. I don't know why I hated every character Mm -hmm. except for Maggie and Phoenix and Maya. And, like, everything about it just annoys me. I don't know why. I will say that's the only case I ever softlocked my game on. And it wasn't actually me. It was my friend Andrew um, on the DM from Ask Some Martyrs. And he, I lent him my copy. And he got stuck when you're supposed to go interrogate the Birdseed Man. Yeah. And I had already played the game four or five times at that point. So I was like, just give it to me. I'll figure out what the next thing is. And I couldn't do it after three it's, hours. It's very easy to get stuck <laughs> in recipe. It's not a very yeah. intuitively made case. Yeah, it wasn't even that. I had like guides up. He just broke it. Just <laughs> 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 like he soft locked the game. I didn't know you could soft lock Ace Attorney, but apparently it can be done. I have so. to say, a turn about big top just felt too long for me. I felt like I was just was in an That's eternal circle of like it's uh, definitely a weak case, but I still enjoy it. If, Even yes. though it is problematic as Max, like there are a you lot can, of you can you can ignore if you cut out and this is what I'm saying if you like retool like these are good stories if you like retool like Gene Armstrong and like cut out Ben and Trilo you got yeah. some two very solid stories there yeah yeah, yeah. I just you can definitely they could be made to work something about Victor Kudo being a complete pedophile i don't like him oh um, i forgot about that yeah that's terrible i was very young when i first played that so it didn't strike me as as bad as it is because i oh was yes so sh- and now thinking about it as an adult woman holy crap never mind that case is going in the fire bye i yeah. take back everything i just said <laughs> is just a man child viola is that her name Yes. Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah. she irks me. Well, I can't figure out why. I don't know why. She just, I mm-hmm. think it's the size or shape of her head. Just <laughs> her head's too big. <laughs> yeah. And her head then, John Armstrong. Just all of it. Yeah. I think that, I think that part of, I think that part of the disproportion in her head is the bandage. Like, yeah, it's making the top of yeah, her head look bigger yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. But she definitely is not proportioned well. Definitely. <laughs> but <laughs> talking about thing. proportions. Maybe so. it looked better on the Game Boy Advance. Anyway. Yeah. Fair. But talking about proportions though, Miss Bikini <laughs> and how they had uh... to make her really short so that she fit in the game. <laughs> I, like, honestly, it ended up making her really cute and charming in a way I don't know I if she would be. Otherwise, yes. If she had been yes. tall, I wouldn't have liked her as much. She's so cute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Bikini. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she, I'm sure she would have been fine taller, but she's just so cute. <laughs> she's so darn cute. <laughs> I love her. And Iris is also great. Oh my yeah. goodness, Iris. Oh, I'm never going to be over her. I mean, I, Iris and Maya for me are very like, I have very similar emotional attachments to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Iris is really good and she deserved better. 
Yeah. yeah. I really wonder what happened to her. That's part of the my only my main grief with the games that come later, like your dual destinies and spirit of justices, is that they abandon a lot of plot threads that I know a lot of us would have been dying to hear more about, such as <laughs> Iris. I'm like, Iris, hey, whatever happened to Iris? Where she's probably out of jail by this point. Like, yeah, yeah, she's probably just like, you know, living as a nun again because she seemed to like it there. Yeah. Yeah. Just the whole like I, I'm so fascinated by the dynamic between Iris and Dahlia and Valerie. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a lot I of people forget for- Valerie exists. I know, I was going to say, a lot of people forget about Valerie as a character. Yeah. But, like... She died so... Because the like, fact that, like, Iris and Dahlia that? are, like, phase, like, sort of takes over a lot mm. of people. Yeah. But, but, it, but it's so mm-hmm. weird that you don't even, like, learn that until the fifth case. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's a lot of bombshells in that case. <laughs> that I'm just like, yeah. what? Speaking of, we never talked about yeah. what a good villain Morgan is because in a lot of ways she sews this oh my goodness, all of those Morgan. characters being screwed up. Yeah. yeah. And in addition, she is also a villain on her own and does a murder. Awesome. Yeah. So much. Yeah. She it's puts so, in the time. It's so crazy yeah. that, you know, you can, everything goes back to DL6. Right. It does. None of this. Yeah. None of this would have happened. And I mean, and I'm, I know. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil stuff, but apparently it goes back a little farther than that too. But like, for all intents and purposes, for this trilogy, like mm-hmm. DL six, like just set all three games into motion. Yep. Like, like yeah. it's resolved at the end of the first one, but its effects continue. Yeah. You have to oh, keep yeah. far, far beyond. Because Dahlia, you know, would not mm-hmm. I, like Morgan would 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 not right. Morgan's yeah. husband <laughs> would mean. not have left and taken Dahlia and Iris with him. Yeah. If, if Misty hadn't disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, all I, that stuff. Like, oh my I, goodness. Mm-hmm. A very important thing to know about me is that I write fan fiction so much and like <laughs> ah eh, sorry, I'm dying a little bit right now. Uh, two things. One, in my story, I basically go into, like, how everything affects everything. So, like, what would happen if Greg was alive? How would things be different if Mia was alive? What happens if Lana doesn't go to jail? Stuff like that. Mm. And also, Mm -hmm. if two (laughs) hadn't gotten into a measuring contest about how well they can make sweets... Nothing in Ace Attorney would have happened. That's all I'm about that. I am not familiar with the reference. Investigations a... too. You gotta play yeah. one so of these good. days, man. I gotta get on that because apparently <laughs> I'm missing a lot of things. They yeah. <laughs> I got I got uh, coerced into buying a reproduction cartridge. So do they have those now? Yeah. yeah, that I might do because the thing is, I hate playing on my computer because I, was, I work I on feel my exactly computer. The same. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm on my computer all day, every day. This is where I work. This is not where I do fun things. So, yeah. but a repro <laughs> card now that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> I think I've gotten like six people to play it so far. I also got my brother to buy it for me. Nice. nice. I need to find a Daigakuchen Saibon Japanese card because I modded my DS to run it. We're good to go. I just need to get a copy of the game. Yes. Someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes. Anyway. 
I know this isn't the time to talk about Ghost Trick, but since we're on, so we're talking about Shu Takumi's games, mm-hmm. Ghost Trick. Mm-hmm. That being said, we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> so the word on the street is Maya needs a hug. Yeah. Maya. Yes. Uh, like, okay. She goes uh, through a lot. That poor girl. My, so much. My favorite and Ace Attorney character. Aw, I didn't I know adore that. her. I adore her so much. She's great. She's I had a dream once where she transferred into my middle school. And I was so happy. But it was like it was like in the past, like before any of the bad stuff happened to her, so I couldn't tell her any of it. But we were oh, friends. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad you were. <laughs> She's gonna need one in the in the days to come. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I never had a dream like that, but I did have a dream where um, Loris was at a mall with me, and he sang at me, and then disappeared. I'm sorry. That sounds like, that sounds like him. <laughs> um, was that a dream? No, just kidding. Was it real? But we're talking about yeah. that was last week. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we had something. I was in your dream last week. <laughs> he fit oh you into God. his very busy schedule. <laughs> the thing with Maya is that uh. she gets accused of murder so many times, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah. I'm gonna be annoyed. She never stops being an optimist. I always am. Yeah. If Mia didn't die, it wouldn't have happened at all. Like, she doesn't get accused of murder any times if Mia is still alive because it fixes the problem with Morgan because Morgan would have had to take out Mia first. And Mm. then, like, in the third game, the whole bridge stuff would have been different if Mia was still alive because, you know, mm-hmm. Godot wouldn't have done his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit of Justice, not so sure about that one. But that's <laughs> but, not what yeah. we're talking about right now. Yeah. It's weird. She only gets, like, actually, like, arrested for murder and tried, like, three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah, is a lot. Say, but it feels but, like... but she's also under threat at least two other mm-hmm. times. Yeah, I'll say that's oh, three more times that I've ever been accused. Plus of murder. the time that she was kidnapped, so that's six. Yeah, so she gets accused of murder once per game she's in. Mm-hmm. Well, she's in four so games. I mean, it, it depends on how you count uh, uh, trials right. and tribulations. I think I am going to re- reframe my villain statement. Maya is the greatest villain of. Gets <laughs> <laughs> away with it so she, many times. Yeah, she's the one who's always, she's behind it. She's been pulling the strings. Write that alter. Write that fanfic. I want to. Yes. I want to make this my mind. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's it's like, can you just the duress that she's under? Because um. Like D- Shelly the Killer is like, yo, let's use let's make her it the kidnapping. As, yeah, like yo, what up? Oh gosh, slides into her DMs and kidnaps her. Yeah, <laughs> and with her mom, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Can we talk yeah, about the like... fact that like Diego just hit up Misty like, hi, I know it's been 17 years since you've talked to anyone, but do you want to read this letter your sister wrote and then do nothing about it? Yeah, I would love to do that, actually. (laughs) I assume she said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maya has it rough, and I love that she's a little rebel and decides to be an optimist anyway, because nobody keeps Maya down. And it's very hope punk of her. It's very Samwise Gamgee. 
very yes. like yes. brave and resilient and I love her. She's probably the strongest character. Cause like if you think imagine if Miles Edgeworth had as many bad days as Maya does. Oh my god. Can you imagine what a wreck of a man he would be at this point? I mean he had one bad day and now yeah. he can't go in an elevator. Yeah. Now he like <laughs> well, can't, can't earthquake. Like, you know. Power. Like, oh, like, like Edward is like, I had my father killed in front of me. And Maya's like, okay. <laughs> Maya's like, hold my non-alcoholic beer. I had my Miles. mother killed in front of me. My sister died in front of me. My, <laughs> it just goes off. It's like, what is this, oh, amateur hour? Get out of here, Miles. <laughs> Not to be that person again, but um, in investigations, he actually <laughs> goes in an elevator and then someone dies again. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I do actually be- remember that. I don't on think the airplane, elevator. Yeah, yeah. He was just in the lobby. No, I think he tried to get into the elevator, like to go up, and then and it, there was a dead body in it. Oh yeah. Oh. And then, okay, but anyways. No. But, <laughs> but, oh. Yeah. The point is, Miles is a, a wreck of a weak person next to Maya Faye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Nobody honestly. fights like a Faye. Get on yeah. the level. Wait. Okay, Greg. Do you remember? I don't remember who sent it to us, but there was. Wasn't like bridge supposed to be even worse than it than it ended up being in terms Did, of like what ends up happening? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember any of those details? Oh, let me try. Yeah, it turns out Dahlia was supposed to, to win. Not just. <laughs> well, Dahlia in the original programming came out of the game and killed. It was really wild. One oh of the gosh. original concepts for Bridge to the Turnabout featured an assassination committed by Shelley to Killer when he investigated oh. the murder it would be discovered that the killer had died 17 years ago and that yeah. misty Fay had been channeling him for 17 years oh jeez what wow <laughs> what? Well, that what? what and then wasn't everyone supposed to end up dead instead of like except for like pearl or something how all the face were gonna die oh jeez what but can you imagine like Misty Face channeling Shelly to kill her and Maya, like if she'd just woken up in the middle of that? <laughs> yeah. Channeling someone for 17 years as well. My god, the toll. Yeah. I cannot imagine that. She's the master for a reason. I mean, that would explain yeah. why she disappeared, right? I mean, that's the logic. Yeah. 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 But. I like how Bridge is so much more optimistic than that ended up being. And yeah, it's still the case where Maya's mother dies in front of her eyes. Yeah, it's still brutal. It's still terrible. Let me see if I can find the one about the phase, because I'm pretty sure it was everyone except for... Pearl, right? um, Maya. So were they going to kill Maya? I was like, what about Pearl? They may have killed Maya? (laughs) Question mark? I guess that I'm, might also like Dahlia and Iris might not have been phased at that point. I don't know. Oh, fair. Maybe they were trying to figure out ways to tie it into like the mm. first and second game, and so yeah. Shelly was mm-hmm. the first thought. Then they're like, you know what? We'll we'll do Morgan instead. Possible. Mm. Because I feel like that's a better idea for dealing with phase. Yes. Yeah. And keep, yes. The first three games are very much about the phase and the phase drama, the drama yes. of the phase. And I felt felt like yeah. they were trying to set that up in Apollo Justice with the Grammar Eyes, but they kind of just don't do that. They didn't do that. They, 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 they like, half do it. <laughs> Trucy deserved better 2K20. Yes. Anyway, 
The ending of Bridge to the Turnabout was originally intended to be much darker than the official ending. Every member of the Fae Clan would have died except for Maya and Bikini. Maya's mother would have been the true culprit. Wow. wow. Oh. That means Pearl. Maybe Pearl was adopted in that draft? Yikes. That's a big yikes for me. Yeah, big Ch- yikes. Child murder. Wow. Then I would really need a hug. Well, maybe yeah. it wasn't child murder. Maybe she just fell off the bridge. You know, it happens. Kids and bridges. What are you going to do? In truth, a fully grown man fell off that bridge and survived with a cold and a concussion. So, you know. He's fine. Walk it off. Phoenix, man. He does it for attention. (laughs) I mean, then he gets hit by it. What is it? He gets hit. Oh, well, that's later. Never mind. No, he does not get hit by a telephone pole. He hits the telephone after being (laughs) hit by a car. No, the telephone (laughs) pole swerved into him. Oh, right. Telephone poles. Fire extinguisher, and he gets tased, and he gets punched in the stomach, and he almost gets taken out by a bunch of mafiotos. All yeah. your attention. I'm Phoenix Wright, and this is Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen you've seen that comic. Yeah, one of the things that I find most entertaining about the trilogy is that it's only in the first game where he presents evidence to the killer and almost gets killed. Uh-huh. But he yeah. Doesn't, yeah, he just doesn't. I mean, he, you know what's crazy? He does it with Gant too, doesn't he? And but yeah. Gant just doesn't do anything about it. He's like, you're screwed out the other way. I don't have to do anything to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's not smart. No, I love him because he's not smart. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it, it took? It took, and he does it to Morgan too. And Morgan's like <laughs> sus. So I don't think he learns until he gets hit on the head. <laughs> and then that he's like, resets right, him. Maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> maybe it's the jury's still out. We're not sure, but maybe I shouldn't do that. I mean, I guess he does it to to on guard too. But on guard's like in prison, so he's kind of safe from that. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, whatever, uh, dude. <laughs> I want to talk about Francesca Von Karma. Can I quick, before we do that, I want to- Yes, before we switch. I just want to, like, quick say one thing about, like, uh, Matt on guard. I don't personally like him. I don't think he, I don't think he's as, like, he feels, he feels cowardly to me because of his sort of, like, his, because of, like, the ending. And that's kind of the point of him, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, but, but, like, he, he doesn't, like, he doesn't feel like he's a, He's a like. He doesn't feel like he's this like like some people make sort of make him out to be like evil and you know pick right, right. butt and whatever. I actually uh once tried to spork a fic where he like comes back for revenge. Do not read it. It's off Ao3 anyway, but it's awful and I hated it. Like <laughs> like, 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 like like it's not like it's well written, but like the actual content right. is abominable. I feel like that's why he's an effective villain though, is because he's so lazy and does so much damage anyway. Yeah, because, he literally just says, yeah. like, I don't care. Because he's a rich, know. attractive, in, in the localization, white guy. He's like, yeah, whatever. I have a lot. Of- I'm just going to buy my way out of this. I bought my way into doing a murder. So, like, and I think that's part of why is because he he has that much power that he, mm-hmm. yeah. he can just be incredibly cowardly and lazy and still destroy yeah. so many I'm lives. Lazy. The theme mm-hmm. of Justice for All is masks. Mm. <laughs> 
and 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 people you know disguising like their their true intentions even from themselves yeah Mm -hmm. why we got mask damask (laughs) yeah i think i think part of matt's charm is that he does something so awful and just cares so little yeah like he's completely sociopath yeah. He's one of the few villains in the series, I think, that shows absolutely no remorse whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the only thing he ever shows is fear for his own life. He is completely narcissistic and completely uh, sociopathic. Like, he is just mm-hmm. awful. And there is nothing else to him. He is just self-interested and literally anything is on the table if it furthers his own goals. Yeah. And he and Juan drive Celeste to suicide. That's an important, yeah, yeah, terrible thing he did. And he doesn't even care. Speaking of, uh, the the uh, the anime is a coward for making Celeste Adrian's sister. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, they were not sisters. They were gay. They were were gay. Adrian was gay for her. Diana, everything yeah. you just yeah. said gave me a new fic idea, and I'm like vibrating. Oh, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> definitely send it to me when you are done with it because and, I love and us and that us. kind of yes, <laughs> I love that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, if you put it in this server, tag me because I'm in so many servers that they're all muted. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely, I would love to read it because like Matt is just kind of nihilist perfection as far as villains go there is no fun underlying machiavellianness there is but it's an act it's all just pointless self-interest and all of the destruction Mm -hmm. that comes from that and it's perfection as far as writing the writing goes have Mm -hmm. you played dual destinies yes okay i'm dming you the idea right now (laughs) i am not sure what idea you're referring to but definitely text me afterwards oh I only played Dual Destinies once. It's okay. Anyway. So anyways, Franziska, because she needs more burr, burr, burr. conversation. Yeah, we didn't talk about her enough nearly when we were doing her game. So let's keep talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel She's like... Great. Good. I feel like she has such, I don't know, positive woman power yes. <laughs> to me. I don't know. I, I've... Oh gosh, but then when Godot enters the frame, I just I uh I hate it when he talks to her. I hate it when he talks yeah. to any woman actually. It's kind of a butt. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but... character I feel for him, but he is definitely uh the scientific term is a butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Francisca is such a good like she has a good drive. She has a good um character quirks like mm-hmm. <laughs> But she's oh so, gosh. of all of, like, the child prodigy characters, she is the most, she feels the most her age. Mm-hmm. She feels like a teenager. She is a sniveling brat, but also is more committed to her ideals than her brother, Miles, and I think that's kind of great. It feels um, so weird that she and Maya are the same age. I can never right? get over I can never yeah. square that in my head. In my story, they were born on the same day. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. 
I'll be honest. Not, an ace the only way I can come to terms with them being the same age is by having them be literally <laughs> the exact same age. Yes. <laughs> I'll be honest. Birthday. Um, I've not. It's hard for me sometimes to get the Francisca hype. I don't I don't dislike her character or anything. I just don't really find much to enjoy about because gay girls find her attractive. I mean, you're not you're not wrong, but (laughs) you're not wrong. But that's like never in my head. Like I don't know. It's at least I I think her in Farewell and Bridge I enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. Reunion and, and Big Top, she did sort of rub off on me. Uh, yeah, the I feel like way. the difference between her and Edgeworth in that respect is that replaying Edgeworth's early cases, there's text which makes him likable. Francesca does not have that because she does yes. not get the, the and depth. And she doesn't change all that much either. No, she, <laughs> yeah. just, she just keeps being her perfect self, you know, living yeah. her best yeah. life. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in the real world, it would be bad that she whips people, but this is Phoenix Wright, where that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's just a gross <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think she's shut off a whipping. I think she resonates a lot with uh, women in particular because she's just such a girl power mood. And also that's, lesbians. That's totally fair, yeah. We And, and we, I'm not a lesbian, I'm bisexual, but we wool was out here. Woolawas. Uh, all that, we all had a at some point all had a crush on Francesca von Karma. Uh, I like to think it's just that's the thing that brings us all together. <laughs> Bi women and lesbians don't have to fight. We both love yeah. Francesca von Karma, <laughs> <laughs> but also like yeah. I think part of why I like her Max for like an a- sorry Larice for like an actual reason is that she has gone through most of the same things that Miles has like as growing up in an abusive household and all of the nonsense. She was there for most of it, except for obviously the Gregory stuff. And she still came out of it a pretty well-rounded person and with strong ideals and having a lot more of her stuff together than Miles did at first. And Mm -hmm. also she is even in her way there for him. And so I think that's also part of why she works very well is because yes. you can see as as Miles' little sister, she is like super, per- she is perfect there. And I love their sibling relationship and dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, yeah, they're very protective and of each other. Like and Sorry. Mm-hmm. If you want to like her, play Investigations. Because you get <laughs> to see her interact with Miles and that's where she's yeah. Like, she's very sweet and very cute. Also, her crying at the end of 2-4 is, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. She's 18. I like her because she's very clearly 18. Like, mm-hmm. she's a teenager. She's kind of out of her depth, but she went to another country just to get revenge for her brother, who is actually more or less fine, just kind of off the grid and finding himself, you know, going to Denmark, really mm-hmm. thinking about things. Uh, <laughs> taking a, a semester in Amsterdam. Just... <laughs> But she's like, no, that's my brother, and this guy's a jerk, and he definitely has a crush on him, but that's okay. I'm going to go beat him up for my brother. I, she has no, I have no choice but to stand. It, it's basically the longest type of shovel talk in the world. It's the yeah. longest shovel talk. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And also, though, like, with um, with Francisca's and, uh, and Edgeworth's siblingship kind of a deal mm. um 
I love that when um when Phoenix was down for the count because he yeeted himself off a bridge. I mean, kind of. Um, but he, yeah, yoted. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, he yoted himself when, off the bridge. When he yoked himself off a bridge, um, Phoenix or uh, Miles was like, "Yo, Francisca, can you catch a plane over so that you can be the fa- like the prosecutor while I pretend to be the?" She defense. was like, "Hi, okay." Like, that sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, right there, at least I can beat you, or whatever. And I just, yeah, I feel like that was a very tangible, like, Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, like, their sibling dynamic. That that alone made her a lot, very likable in in Bridge. And then to go on to help investigate the case and try to get, Mm -hmm. like, Maya out of the, you know, working on the locks and stuff, like. Yeah, her protectiveness of the female characters in the series. Yes. That also resonates with me. So I she's not the most developed character in this series, but I think she is underrated and also has the coolest moment in the series in 2-4. Oh yeah. Bursts through the door. Bursts like, in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the most yeah, it's so it's so yeah. epic. It's just that's, yeah, that's the best that's the best kick open the door burst through mm-hmm. moment in the series without a yep. question. Yeah. Um, like Francesca doesn't get a lot of screen time, but she does a lot with what she gets is kind of mm-hmm. the bottom line for mm-hmm. me yeah. and also like miles she's good in small doses a whole like yes. game of francesca francesca karma investigations would be a terrible game i'd play <laughs> it but it would be a bad game <laughs> i one detail about francesca that i noticed on my most recent playthrough that blew my mind mm. the same thing happens to her that happens to manfred she gets shot in her right shoulder yes oh yes oh. by shelly mm-hmm I, I would I put that together because I'm you know I yeah I remember you know mm-hmm. you know she gets yeah. uh, she gets incapacitated she gets shot and I'm like wait she shot in the right shot mm-hmm. what the I don't know it's that, a good it's a good parallel it's a good yeah. parallel and I like the fact that you know she trusts people enough mm-hmm. to take that bullet out of her yep. <laughs> she yeah. hasn't she doesn't she doesn't sort of let that wound simmer inside her for 15 years like yeah. her father did and it's also. <laughs> I know you're speaking like jokingly, but like also in real life, yeah, once she yeah. gets her quote unquote revenge on Phoenix, she stops being mad about it. Like yeah. she really takes the few good traits that Manfred von Karma has and boils them into a much more uh, good package, a package that isn't a horrible dirt bag. <laughs> so, yeah. And coming from the environment that she did, it's really awesome. And so I just, I really like her as just, hey, you made it. And I'm proud of you for that. Like you got out of there. And you are making it work, and you're doing your best every day. And she's beautiful. So I just want to see an older version of her with shorter hair, without mm-hmm. a whip, mm-hmm. who doesn't mm-hmm. care so much about winning or losing. That's what Queen I mean. Queen of the lesbians, right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Missed opportunities in Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. We could have had it all. <laughs> Missed opportunities. But, yep. Francesca Moncarma is queen of the lesbians. Mm-hmm. That's the okay. thesis of yeah. this podcast. It's okay. She ends up being the star of a best-selling children's uh, uh, picture book. An objectifying picture book. Not, not necessarily. I know. I know, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I gotta defend my boy for a little bit, at least. No, I love him. He's beautiful. Larissa's is a good boy. Yeah, I always go. Larry, you know, (laughs) 
uh, playing through originally, Larry is just like, all right, whatever. And you know, I like he's fun. He's funny in Turnabout, so it's like, oh, cool. And then I played him, and now I'm like, no I, will fair. Protect, I will protect this boy mm-hmm. from now on. That's how I was mine. about Emma. Yeah, I was like that with Emma Sky. Like I didn't care about her at all. Her for a while, and then she's my favorite now. Everyone else leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill. So. Uh, my favorite yeah. definitely because of like i was writing the story i had an idea where i was like what if miles wasn't a prosecutor what if he had a different job and someone asked me so does dl6 happen or is greg still alive and my brain just Ooh. took that and made the next logical leap of both <laughs> and then from then on, okay. I was like, well, DL6 happened, and Greg is alive, and I love him, because everything is so different now, and yeah. he's so nice. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I dig it. So is, does Miles just, like, work at the 7-Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing where, like, he was working at an editing company for Mia, who was producing books hmm. by her mom without knowing it, and then it just turned into a case fic, and now it's a huge thing where, like, the final story is gonna be well over eight hundred thousand words. Dang! Oops. Nice. Congratulations. Oops! This is I'm all. I'm always so impressed by people who can write and also have endurance. <laughs> I am. I am an excellent editor. I am a bad writer. So. It wasn't gonna be like this, and then me and my friend Cosmo were making a Mia doesn't die AU at the same time, and the oh. first story ate that one. And then it ate the Greg idea, and it just keeps eating, and it gets uh-huh. bigger, and I'm like, stop. At this um, point, I'm literally planning a spinoff story with a lot of heart. Like, what is oh, it? <laughs> At this point, you need to just change all of the names and publish as a standalone novel series, because there's money in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. I'd read yeah. it. I'd buy I'm, it. Uh... But... I, I, I always remember... And I'm so sad this never got finished. I don't know if it ever will. The my my all-time favorite fanfic I think I've ever read, the the complete turnabout, when mm-hmm. after Trials and Tribulations, Phoenix wakes up in an alternate universe where he's Ooh. a prosecutor and Edgeworth is a bow tying wearing defense <laughs> attorney. And like it, it, like the more you read it, the more like deep than and in depth like this story goes. And it's written just like like with the same sort of quality as 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 ace attorney localization writing and um Mm -hmm. yeah like because you because we know like sort of like the apollo justice and like what ends up happening to him but this is before any of that or maybe it's right after we don't really know but like he's trying he knows that something is wrong and he's trying to piece it together based on what he can see off of this world it's really cool it's really cool that sounds awesome but it's not Mm -hmm. finished wish i could write something like that i'm sure you have and just don't realize it Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, People are generally about... hypercritical. Go ahead. All the time, I think about Dirty Paws. It's the warrior's fic about Larry. No! I love it. Oh my it god. That so fic, I don't... So good. Some, some very specific person really like that was like their heart and soul writing that and i i value that i really do value that so oh, much yeah. that being said wow <laughs> it was quite an experience reading that 
Mm. You don't know about the experience that is Dirty Paws. Larry writes Warriors fan fiction about himself, Miles, and Phoenix, mm. where they're all mm-hmm. warrior cats. He mm-hmm. puts it on AO3 or possibly mm-hmm. fanfiction.net. He makes an internet friend in Lang who's a furry. It's so <laughs> good. Like, this is wild. Well, this is all happening concurrently to the trilogy. So it'll like tie back in to like bridge and stuff. And this is ha- this is Larry this is what Larry's thinking about like during bridge. Yeah, like, like, um, this is gonna be great for my family. So sad because he was like, This is exactly what I think about Elise, and I love her so much, and she's like a mom to me, and I'm like, she's gonna die. What's gonna happen? <laughs> legit cried multiple times about dirty paws. It's so <laughs> Incredible. I think we should just make a Dirty Paws spin-off podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will we just read will we just read Dirty Paws? I should is that something I have to do? Do I Dirty have to make a dramatic reading of Dirty Paws? Yes, please. I, yes. I would love to hear that. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, I've thought about well. putting a podcast on the network pod fan fiction, just audiobooks about fan fiction. Yes. So hit me up, you know, if you sure. want that happening. If you I'll send you my very long story if you want to read it. Yeah, I mean, I may not have time, but I am not in mixing hell this week because I'm suspending mixing for a week right now for me because otherwise I'll die. Uh, So, but for the sake of getting back on topic with the game, let's do it. Um, so we have written here a skillful use of Edgeworth's amount of interaction. What, and I think we've what? touched on that briefly. Yeah, that's uh, what I was. Yeah, fair. That just yeah, reminds we ta- reminds oh. me of uh, in Bridge, just Edgeworth mm-hmm. realizing what it's like to be Phoenix mm-hmm. and all of the. Mm-hmm. I have it kicking like- line. What? Or he's like, "Do I have a kick me sign on my back?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like just like I, man, Phoenix. I've seen your. I don't. I don't want anything ever again please never speak to me because that might happen again i'll only Ugh. refer to you as that man from now yeah. on <laughs> we'll go our separate ways and never speak of this again that man saga that man <laughs> yeah, that we can man talk- investigations mm-hmm. we can <laughs> talk more about edward's uh, utility within the game if you but i think we've kind of touched on that yeah, i think we pretty well that. yeah so then we've got our last one, uh, which is the contrast between one and two and three. All right, like, let's not wrap up the pinchalata. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, unless, like, unless someone has someone something more that they want to talk about after that, but like after that, it'll be the last thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, because yeah, we've been gone for a while. So anyway, I'm, so oh, I'm always so shook going back to like the first two cases. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everyone takes everything so seriously yeah. <laughs> at the very start which is like was sort of like how how the new players get acclimated into it yeah the first game i mean there's all sorts of wacky stuff that happens but tonally it's it's a lot sort of more serious than the others it, it, like yeah. and that also applies to like when you're investigating and talking to people like they're not quite as quippy um mm-hmm. which reminds me and i i said this on the last episode but i don't know if some of you heard it the reason why ace attorney is so wacky is because it was supposed to be a lot more serious and then they were designing the bellboy character 
and putting him on the witness stand and saying, well, we don't have enough uh, memory to make like an like a different costume for him. So we'll just have him just be on the witness stand like with a tray table and in full <laughs> gear. And so they're like, hey, we could just do that. We could just make this full of like <laughs> wacky characters and situations. I uh, did not know that. They definitely, and two and three, I mean, like, because once you cross-examine the parrot, like, it's all over. It's like, all you over. can do whatever <laughs> you want. I was <laughs> day, while I was watching Turnabout Musical, like, this <laughs> case, Turnabout Goodbyes, is so emotionally destroying. Mm -hmm. And also, mm -hmm. the most important part is when they put a bird on the stand and have it testify. Yes. Like, you know? Yes. This epic tomorrow at last, followed mm -hmm. immediately by, I want to cross-examine the parrot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not I want to. I need to cross-examine the parrot. I will. It is non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah, like, totally, Phoenix Wright kind of, there's a bit of a Flanders of Kate Vic Flandersification? Is that how you say it? Yes. Flanderization, I think. Flanderization. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just kind of keep ramping up the silliness. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It gets a little bit much for me because I'm not, I am aging and the series is kind of regressing in terms of the groundedness. But yeah. like mm -hmm. every game gets more wild and that includes two and three. Yeah. <laughs> and like for sure. Like you couldn't put Godo in Ace Attorney 1. You can no. know that no. story yet. Because no. the man has a friggin' toaster on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it described that way, but that's that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, he has a toaster on his face. red-white looks in comparison to, like, yeah. look at me. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Mm. Like, that alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, they definitely get sillier, but also they are able to balance that with these really gut-wrenching, serious moments. And I think those are like the best kind of media. I think that's actually why the actual play podcast has become such a popular art form of people mm -hmm. playing D&D &D, because you get really, really serious moments, but also it's goofy as heck and there are jokes just before and after the serious moments and it's easy to do it well in that format. And yeah. I think Phoenix Wright like kind of ran so that the rest of us fools could walk with in terms of tone. <laughs> Like, obviously other properties do it. Like, Futurama comes to mind as another property yes. that balances its serious and silliness very well. And I think mm -hmm. two and three especially is a masterpiece of that tone balance. Yeah. Of the silly parts right next to the serious parts and making that work. So I was about to say, yeah. I can't remember the silly parts of three, but that's literally because I have actually physically blocked out recipe from my memory <laughs> that is not a joke yeah. i am completely serious like i was trying to remember cases and i was like okay yeah. we have the first one with dahlia and then we have the stolen turnabout and then we have the other one with dahlia and then mm -hmm. the and then i can't read suddenly <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yes mm -hmm. It's so because I think to 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 elaborate on that, this the the wacky moments get wackier, and the serious moments get even more dark. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Bridge, yeah. Maya's mom dies in front of her eyes. Yeah, like, but also, also you get Edgeworth like, do I have a kick me sign on my back? Why yeah. is there being so? This mean? is also Gumshoe being like a moron. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 uh. I think that juxtaposition really works very well for Ace Attorney. Yeah, um, and it has kind of come to define the series, which is yeah. kind of for me because I've spent as 
one of the turnabout musical people, obviously. I've spent a ridiculous amount of time in the first game, which yes. tonally is so distinct from the rest of the series because mm-hmm. as someone I was going to go to law school, I studied law in college. Like it is very much a commentary on how the Japanese lead is run. Yes. And that's just mm-hmm. kind of the ethos of the first game. And then it just kind of from there, the realism just kind of gets flushed down the toilet, which is not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. just kind of weird to go from, because again, I've, I think I've played the first game 20 to 30 times just <laughs> while wow. working on Turnabout Musical, which took 10 years to produce. Like, yeah. I was on it for a full 10 years. Like, wow. it, the series, it's weird because the series does mature, but it does it by becoming less mature. And I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because, and I don't want to get into spoilers, but like with Apollo Justice, it gets yeah. pretty dark. Yeah. And then obviously but there's the six year Godfather parody case. <laughs> yes, obviously there's the whole there's the whole six year gap between Seven that years. and Dual Destinies, uh, and then you get to, and then you get to Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice, and that feels like an attempt to level out the tone. So mm. it's very to- so those two games are very sort of tonally different from the fourth, yeah, and also from the original trilogy. It's it's a yeah. weird it's yeah. a weird mix. It's a weird mix. It's kind of like playing telephone with the concept of Phoenix Wright, how different the tone gets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know we're not talking about Apollo Justice right now, but... We will. Uh, in that, <laughs> I, pro- I promise. In that One game, <laughs> Phoenix wasn't supposed to be there, but they were like, yeah. what yeah. people don't want to play this game without Phoenix? So they put him in there yeah. as, like, side, and then they completely forgot about it in the next yeah. game. Like... One big problem Ace Attorney has is finishing plot points. They yeah, and I think it's just because they changed teams. Yeah, like, and that's why the trilogy is so like highly regarded because they actually remember to finish plot points. Yeah, in, yeah. In, of, of, of between those three games. Past yeah. that point, it's it's the Wild West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they shoot you for that in Texas. <laughs> Actually, I do like how uh, a lot of the themes and situations in Rise from the Ashes comes into Apollo Justice. I think that's a cool. De- that's a cool. Yes, uh, I liked that callback because it was a way of yeah, kind of world consistent. And of and, course, like it was written between the trilogy and yeah. Apollo Justice, so they were already having that in mind. Right, right. It's like, oh, I just yeah. finished writing Emma, and apparently Emma is talking to me's favorite character. Just yeah, because because Investigations was going to be Emma. Yeah, and I want yeah. that game. Where's that <laughs> too? Because then. Kay and Emma could have been lesbians together. Where's yes, that? aren't they already? <laughs> they they barely met? interact in the first game. She, like, yeah. I know she's there. Travesty. Yeah, but I want that game because, as I've said many times to get today, Edrith is better in small doses. He doesn't work super well as a perspective character because he's too smart, and they have to make him stupid in order for you to be able to solve the puzzles before Edrith does. <laughs> so. Pretty stupid in investigations. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't he know that in two right? times. The, the man's allowed to be a little stupid, like as a, as a treat mm-hmm. to himself. Yeah, just as a, just a little stupidity. Just yeah. as a treat. I mean, he, he's been around Phoenix long enough. Yes. <laughs> and this is why he only refers to him as that man. Phoenix is mm-hmm. cramping his style, corrupting his brand, and honestly. <laughs> He can't handle this anymore. Goodbye. Are these those psycho locks? Psycho locks. <laughs> I love uh, him. 
One thing about the pacing of Ace Attorney is that it seems like, like, I was playing DGS and I was playing the fourth case and I was like, this feels like a third case. And then I was like, what does that even mean? Why are those so distinct in their numbers that I can take a look at case four and be like, this feels like a case two. Like, what is that? That's so cool. That is really interesting that, like, Ace Attorney is kind of set up a an app structure within and, itself. Yeah. So you've got the first short tutorial case. You've got mm -hmm. case two, mm -hmm. which ties into the main story but and is your investigation case, but is also mm -hmm. short. Case three, which is sometimes, like, filler-y, but ties into the themes. Case four, if it has one, is is usually just, like, a short case that is typically ties into um case like five. the overall story and then mm -hmm. case five is the big finale mm -hmm. they don't all mm -hmm. and so i know spirit of justice specifically doesn't like does some weird things with the with the pacing and the structure which threw me off the first time i played it but like it doesn't necessarily make it like bad in that way but it's but mm. when it's different from what you're expecting it's really kind of weird <laughs> yeah, like mm -hmm. when i was playing spirit of justice i played case five and i was like this feels like a rise from the ashes it uh, it, like it feels like for spirit of justice like the fourth case wasn't a thing until they just like added it in almost mm -hmm. if that yeah. makes sense was that storyteller yeah that definitely felt I'm like a it's... first case case yeah yeah. It's like if they made Athena Sykes Ace Attorney, that would be case one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I'd play that game, by the way. I wish that I they had made that instead of putting Apollo in those games because his story has nothing to do with th the way that they wrote five and six. Like, yeah. Apollo Justice sequel. Yeah. Like, when Apollo Justice 2, when? Never. Because nobody cares about Apollo Justice except us. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Shutakumi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And even then. <laughs> you made that Ugh. about Phoenix. <laughs> well, he didn't want to. I think that was a yeah. mistake. Like Capcom shouldn't have made him do that. I get why they did, but I disagree. There is yeah. no ethical ace attorney under late capital. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the first one. Yeah, that one's fine. I know I know that there are people that literally have the take of all Ace Attorney games are bad except the first one. And well, that's I see, wrong, though. That's it's a wrong. Bad take. I get what they're going for, but it's wrong. Yeah, like the thing is, I understand, but it's incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get out of this fandom. Go back to yeah. yeah, get out of here. We Go don't need to... your kind here. Yeah. Like, you don't have to like every game in the series, but they are all good in their own way. Yes. Yeah. Like, for all the gripes that I have with like your Ace Attorney five and six, I rec I re they are good games. If as a yes. self-contained unit, they yeah. are all fun to play. I enjoyed all of them. I just have problems with the carry through of like plot lines and stuff not happening uh, across the whole series. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah. that's everything other than the first three games is written by a different team of people basically at this point, and yeah. so things yeah. get dropped. I get that. Like, I don't know what this person was going for, so I'm going to tell a different story, and that's okay. Comics have been doing that for decades. That's allowed. But they're all good games. Yeah, fan fiction comes in. Exactly. Why my story exists the way it mm -hmm. does is I was like, I don't like this. I don't like that they dropped it. 
Like, my entire second story is about all the things that they could have done in Apollo mm. Justice. Like, yeah. these are the plot lines you forgot about. I am picking them up for you. I shouldn't Definitely link me that, because that's my favorite kind of fiction. Yeah. Is I remember, Apollo Justice 2. Yeah. I remember <laughs> always being under the impression that the Phoenix Wright trilogy was going to be one thing, and then the Apollo Justice trilogy was going to be its own thing. With, with, and with its own wasn't. sort of cast of characters. And then five and six brought in a lot of characters from the yeah. trilogy. And I was like, all right. Because Apollo don't really Justice do much. didn't sell well. So they were like, well, obviously he can't. Obviously Apollo. And not like our marketing or anything. Yeah. And <laughs> they just kind of shafted oh my, my boy. And I know that they do give him a resolution in Spirit of Justice. Like his arc does conclude. It goes somewhere. But it goes in a completely different direction than the trajectory he was originally on. And I find that frustrating, but it's still a good game. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I love oh, Athena. Very good point that it feels like they forgot about their old characters. Yeah. And just kept making new ones that they liked mm -hmm. so much. But then when they put the old characters in the game, they mm -hmm. felt like new ones because that feels like fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. It feels like, we're, oh, we're going to have the old cast interact with my new, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is jarring in published official media because you're not yeah. expecting it. Actually, I feel with Emma, she had a mm -hmm. thing going on with her. And then in Apollo Justice, she didn't have the job that she wanted. And that was a compelling place for yeah. her story. She was disappointed. And then in Spirit of Justice, they were like, surprise, she has the job now. Hooray! And I'm like, she's happy now. As much as people think that they're just trying, they're just trying to bring everyone in together. Yeah. But they don't bring yeah. everyone together. I will mm -hmm. say it was it yeah. was cool. There's, I mean, it's not really a huge moment, but there is a part where I did like Emma and Maya interacting a little mm. bit, but didn't happen enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do we feel about how Gumshoe was utilized? He's in Apollo Justice. Do you remember that he was in Apollo yeah. Justice? Because I forget what? he was in Apollo Justice. He what? He was? Never forget. Spoilers. Yes. But uh, it's okay. yes. what? But like, don't worry about it. I, I played that game and I can't remember. <laughs> yep, he's in the flashback case. Oh! And his oh, coat isn't right crappy back. yet. <laughs> I'm I trying to crack my brain. Anyway, but about the trilogy, I guess. The trilogy yeah, is about the... <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, the reason why they keep releasing the trilogy sort of on its own, one, mm. because it's the most popular and the oldest mm. and it sells the best. But two, it those three games together fit as a unit yeah. in a way mm -hmm. that no other Ace Attorney games really do with each yeah. other. <laughs> the rest all so... kind of just feel like a, just a bunch of spinoffs. Except... And mm -hmm. that's yeah. fine. But that's not what... like. I, we were all expecting Apollo Justice as a trilogy, and then that didn't happen. And they've just kind of, I think, been trying to find their footing ever since. And I think they did very well with, like, Athena and Simon's story and yeah. yes. carrying their dynamic through. I thought that was really good. They just, I think they're not sure what Ace Attorney is, but they're going to keep mm -hmm. making games until they find out. Or not make yeah. games. Or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the trilogy was good, and I liked it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's my I book think, report. <laughs> I think, like, the trilogy was such of an outstanding piece of game for me, mm -hmm. for me because I played it in such a short amount of time. I Same. I played uh, games one to three in about the space of 
a couple of months. Yeah, so same. I, I marathoned it. Yeah, and I was constantly sort of being exposed to it, and then sort of every game, it got better and better, and I could see that mm-hmm. Shudakumi went, I have this plan, and we're going to follow it through all the way until that last game is all going to tie together into this lovely, neat bow. And it just, like, as as a writer myself, it just astounded me that someone could do it so well when so many TV writers now, like, drop the ball so hard it mm-hmm. falls into a mine shaft mm-hmm. that someone can make such a perfect amount of games and go, and here you are, and have fun now thinking about it for the next three years of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love so it. I played, the, I played them in, like, first year, and they've stuck with me so long and i've now i'm now a third year uni student and Mm. it's like holy hell how did you manage this oh yeah like i mean i I started playing these games years ago and here i am on a so (laughs) yeah it just it it it, it sticks with you the characters resonate in a way that doesn't go away when i first when i first played the trilogy on we wear oh my god am i the only person who played this on I think you might be the only one who played this on DS. Oh my god, I'm so old. Yeah. I'm gonna well, go jump actually, into the sea. I I played I played a I played the first game on DS. We like bought it, and then I had to get the trilogy on the 3DS. Okay. I feel a so, little less old, but the 3DS yeah. was out, so I do still feel old. Yeah. I'm, gonna yeah. jump in, I'm gonna go jump into the sea. Everyone else. <laughs> yes. I Sorry, I was, I was ten years old. I think I so, was. This? No, I think I was fifteen or fourteen. Same as me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First played the game. I was either seventeen or eighteen, and I'm twenty now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wow. hasn't I been. Played, I played when I was eighteen, and I'm now twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. It's so well. I feel like I. So I. I played these games when I was younger. Than any of you were when you first played. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which I don't know what that says about. I don't know, but um, yeah. I. I mean, first off, it was hard to get those because I went, Yeah, when I first bought the first one, mm-hmm. uh, Rise from the Ashes and Trials and Tribulations weren't on WiiWare yet. Yeah, it was just the first one. They didn't. It was like, like January. Was, that was like January. Tw- that was January twenty ten. And then the mm-hmm. rest came in the months after. And I still, I have, I have a real fondness for those ports. I really mm-hmm. love the WiiWare ports. And then I found Turnabout Musical like six months later. Yeah. And so the, uh-huh. the, two, the two have been very, like Ace Turning and Turnabout in, are so closely intertwined in my Same. mind. Because like I found Turnabout Musical, I finished Trials and and then I found that thread which I think had only been up for four months at that point. Yeah. And we just kind of all went bananas in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, so we're reading that thread and so many people are like, I haven't, I haven't finished Justice for All yet. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. like, wow, all right. We were yeah. baby. I first experienced Turnabout Musical almost a year ago. I have it completely memorized and listen to it Aww. all the time. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it, and come. Let, we'll talk in eleven years. That's not, <laughs> not, 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 not in a mean way. That came off more. I no, mean, just no. like a. 
will consume your life forever and welcome. Yes, it has it has absolutely consumed mine for the last 10 years. That's for yeah. sure. Devours your soul. Oh man, I'm so close to being able to say for 15 years I have lasted <laughs> in Ace Attorney fashion. Oh I lost two years. <laughs> Oh, I mean, like yeah, you, you've been today. in the fandom since, like, the start, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, because, like... The trilogy was out, but Apollo Justice was not yet. I came in yes. in 2007, Seven. I think. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. right around now. So just, like, I think my turnabout music February. Yeah. So, and I was, or March. I, mine was, like, a year after Investigations 1 came out. So I was in right. that... I was I was in the the hiatus gap when we had no idea whether yeah. the fifth game would even exist. Yeah, yeah. Which was a wild time to be alive. A wild time to be an Ace Attorney fan. Mm-hmm. Just write a musical. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, is this all times wild wild times to be an Ace Attorney fan? Yes. Yeah. Like my thing with Ace Attorney is that I haven't been a fan for very long, but I have been a fan very hard. Yes. yes. Oh, me too. And that's like, I literally have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are putting in the energy that like old I've... fans like me, we, we can't anymore. <laughs> you know, hundred thousand words about it. I've spent hours upon hours telling people about my story. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like when people like I go to meetings and if I ever miss a meeting, I know that if someone's like, hey, where's Christina? And someone else would be like, hey, who's she? Someone would respond, "Oh, she likes Ace Attorney." Like it's my personality. <laughs> it's, it's your identity. <laughs> it is who I am. I, I mean, hey, I respect that. I was the Ace Attorney girl for a very long time. Yeah. I'm glad to see that there is another of Ace Attorney fans because when we yes. made turn about musical, part of me was like, "Are there enough people left that care about this?" Well. At least we're releasing it the year that the game came out, so maybe that'll be enough novelty that like ten people will watch it. But <laughs> like the response to it has always kind of blown. I think all of us on the project away. Um, yeah. Like and now, there's a whole new generation of turnabout mm-hmm. musical fans because which of I, the live I'm show. confused about. So they, which is great, right. but I'm confused. So. Yeah. Be Thank not confused. Guys. It is a good product Thank of you. the fandom. <laughs> Diana, I am forever, I am forever grateful for you bringing me on board and bringing oh. me into the fold of all of you guys. Well, I'm very glad that you were involved because you did an amazing job. I'm so impressed with you. Sarah and I still talk about how you were the only person who showed up off book on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew your blocking. Like, you were so professional and you were a teenager. And it was the best. So I really appreciate what you did for us. And we're obviously happy to have you. So... <laughs> And all of you are also wonderful. I just don't know you as well because you're not <laughs> my musical. <laughs> what you say about Max, like everyone else mm-hmm. in the turnabout musical chat is like, oh, Max, he's so old. He's been it for so long. He's so cool. <laughs> and here I am, the ancient. I was there, Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I am a good ent in the terms of Phoenix Wright fandom. Sorry, I swore. <laughs> Oops, oopsies. Uh, I'm a gosh darn ent. I am very old. As, in, as, Thank you for the clean no, take. <laughs> yes, but not as old as Joel. Joel goes hard too. Who at oh, some point I think Joel has here. been there since week one. Yes, like uh, I think he actually played the games as they came out. 
which I yes. can't say wow. I did. So, I go. But uh, so I'm really sorry amazing. for swearing earlier. I never do, but I was making a point. It's okay. It's okay. We'll figure something out. I, I, it's, I've never had to edit out swearing before. This is a new challenge. <laughs> Put the objection sound over it, not the word, yes. just sound. Yes. yes. I always like doing novelty when I do edit out swears. I can't die. But uh, when, on other things, I will do use a sound effect from the game. So It has right. to be like the Greg objection from Investigations 2 or else like, what's the <laughs> point, you know? Well, not the, well, it's not the objection like, oh, oh that's who Greg that. is. Sorry, yeah. I just got it two hours ago. <laughs> the prestige! Edgeworth, the one who died. I just never heard him called anything other than Gregory. So sorry. No, it's, it's fine. It's like me calling Edgeworth Miles all the time. It's Same. just a habit. Smiles so Edgeworth. Happy. Yeah. He loves to smile. He's so happy all the time. <laughs> so yeah, it was good and I liked it. <laughs> it was good and I liked it yeah. too. Your final thoughts? It was, yeah, it was all right. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I loved it. Enough. Uh, yeah. Hooray! Hooray! Okay, and so uh, now it's time to wrap up. So we're going to go for our notification plug. I think for this time, we're going to plug the like fan musicals. Just they're so cool. I really enjoy them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really, well, I haven't consumed the Avatar one yet, but the other two, there might be three, the, the other ones are great. So, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so plugs, so we're going to start with D Diana. Then, uh, hi, so uh, let's talk more about Notification Media, because that's where everything I do is. Um, listen to Masks and Martyrs, my favorite Dungeons and Dragons, because I listen to it for 30 hours a week while mixing. <laughs> Make it worth something for me, folks. <laughs> this is me. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Uh. Bye. I guess. Um. Obviously, play Investigations too. Obviously, it's so good. <laughs> and then, uh, read my story. It's called The Primary Path. My username on Ao3 is Jean Valvernardi Angel Panias. So just look it up by title. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not doing anything exciting yet, but um, I like the Twilight Zone. That's a good TV show. Mm. You can watch right. that if 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 you if you're like, hey, I heard good things about it. Just you know, it's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, the thing I'm plugging because I talk every damn minute about it is BBC Merlin. Go watch that show. You'll have a great time. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh and then my plug will be uh the actually you go first I have okay uh so uh my plug is web comics i strongly support them and i say everyone should try to make one because <laughs> practice makes perfect for drawing and even if you're not in like you don't think you're an artist everyone has a little bit of artist in them hmm. so is your plug to make a web comic or to read a web comic web comics <laughs> like bold easy to remember uh and then my plug is for the comic series gwenpool which Ooh. i only thought of because i have the water bottle here with us in the studio <laughs> um because i have i own the entire like unbelievable gwenpool series 
Uh, it's all it's all very good. I don't know about the anything other than the Unbelievable Gunpool series because those are really good. But I've I have I've seen some of the stuff from other versions of her, other like her by other writers, and it's a little it's not necessarily a cup of tea. But the Unbelievable Gunpool is a pretty good series. So, anyways, so and that'll about wrap it up for us. So wait, and you all were great. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Oh, yeah, so, you do. Thank you so much. So, that'll about wrap it up for us. So, uh, until next time, enjoy, enjoy your burgers. Enjoy your rainbow lini. Enjoy your characters. And enjoy your WeWare ports. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your Pringles. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Bam. Whoa. 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 That's Whoa. never happened to Very me. Hello. I've used that before, but it's never, like, it's never done that. It's That's spooky. <laughs> that is spooky. Well, it's recording. It's recording at least. So. Okay. Okay. So let's get ready. So now. The defense is ready, Your Honor. The prosecution is ready, Your Honor. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Right Anything, Anything podcast. podcast. Objection. Okay. Welcome to the. Wait. Shoot. We messed table. up. We messed I up. Know. <laughs> times we've recorded we always mess up the intro somehow it is a tradition okay so okay